Chicago in December. Trippin', I don't wanna lose count. Talking my shit, it was just us. Get out, drive, hop in my ride. Pat me that Dutch. On the west side, on the one ten, swinging my nigga. Yeah. Let's grill, nigga. Let's spill. Spend a few crumbs. I spend a few. Pop, smoke, pop, pop. Young, no pop too much. I, spaceship, fake boat, Kanye. Young, don't stay too long. Big truck, big wheel, big rock. Them probably hate my guts. Tryna gain my trust. But it's all love, let's go. WBAI New York. Welcome back to another episode of Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the one, the only Trinidadi Panamanian Poppy Rude Boy Top Gunner, aka Suck Panyamada. Giovanni England, hello everyone. What's going on, folks? It's Bashing this, aka your broken HBO Max UI. Recording live from Queens. Uh, Geo's in Brooklyn. What's going on, folks? Happy August, everyone. It's the first week of August, eighth month into 2021. We only have four more months to go, Bastion. This year is going by fast. I can't believe it. With the quickness. Uh, next thing you know, it will be fall. Yeah, leaves are already starting to change color. That's how you know that. That's the real indication of, yeah, summer is basically over. And the kind of the heat wave up and left. So we no longer have that painful heat wave that we've been having for the past month. Oh, you're speaking too soon, buddy. Because it seems like next week it's back. Starting Friday, well, actually. Well, you know, this is the this is the world where we just no longer care about what's going on with the planet Earth. So like with all the wildfires happening, I think the recent biggest wildfire that was on the news was in Turkey. So, oh, really? When did this yeah. happen? Like recently, like a couple days ago. Yikes. Well, yeah. praying for Turkey, man. Hopefully they get those wildfires under control. Is it still blazing over I, I, there? Or no, no. I think they got it down already. It's just like the, the, the houses that were destroyed, you know, okay. especially a country like Turkey. Oh. So, yeah. But no one tried to do a gender revealing over at the woods, right? 
Um, no one really. I I haven't really seen any reports on like what exactly happened, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Like what happens in California, it's like the dryness. Okay. Could have caused it. Okay. I think I'm I'm think, I think I'm being mistaken here, but I remember reading the story that someone tried to do a gender reveal and like and it caused like a wildfire. Yeah, there's like a bunch, uh, not just one, like multiple gender reveals in California that caused the uh, large large fires. I forgot how much uh, the person, the family, had to pay out in court. It, it was just like not affordable, but it's not like like life changing like number. You know, it's like oh, we gotta pay two hundred million dollars to the state of the United States, but it's like maybe two hundred thousand plus some other stuff. I forgot, but yeah, they destroyed a lot of acres of land just because they put too much uh, nonsense to for for like the the powder cake to explode for like the the color. And just caught on fire immediately. Yeah. And Bastion, let's not forget this is for the social medias as well. Because if you don't post it on social media, then did you really have a gender revealing party? Yeah, you know, it, it's so strange because when you look into and I we pretty much spoke on it a couple of oh, probably many, many moons ago about like the original gender reveal. You know, she she was having a lot of miscarriages. And they were able to get uh like past like the second uh trimester. So that's why they were able to um, <laughs> that, that's why they did the little gender reveals only for them and also it was the piece of cake. So it, it to do explosions, it's nonsense. I think gender reveal parties are nonsense. Most people what they could do is uh just don't do anything. <laughs> I agree. Just right, do a regular. Just just do a regular. You know, yeah, just do a regular baby shower. Right, just do a regular baby shower, man. Just go ahead and get the Burberry shirt like some regular folks. But that's the thing; it's becoming regular to do. So you know, people have different ways. It could be a baseball, you know, and hitting it with a bat, or basketball shooting at the rim. I think all those are kind of like hit or miss because if you messed up, then it's like a dud. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But, but people people get excited. I think the funniest one I saw was um, I think a grandmother changed her wig. It's like something popped and it was just like nothing came out of it. Yeah. And then the grandmother pulled a wig and I thought that was hilarious. That's pretty creative. I like that one. You can be creative and safe so maybe just using solid physical objects and nothing to explode and we should all be fine yeah and stay your ass out the forest yeah you know don't i don't know do it on cement maybe yeah exactly just <laughs> away from the house right right away from the house away from nature because humans are already killing that they're already killing the environment so you know do something um less destructive i'd like to say yeah Speaking of destructive, Bastion, I would like to play a little bit of word association with you, if you do not mind. I'm just going to give you one name. Oh, before that, let's let's let the people know where to find us. Oh, absolutely. You are absolutely right. If you want to find us, please email us at BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. If you want to email us some music, some whatever the heck, because, I don't know, maybe you have some new audio app and you apparently really love our show and you want us to be like test dummies for your new app maybe i'm just saying 
Uh, if you want to follow us on all social media platforms, again, Black Seinfeld and why that goes for Facebook and Instagram and the Twitters. If you want to listen to all the latest episodes, we are available on all podcasting platforms such as Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Spreaker, everywhere that has RSS feeds. It's available. Just look up Black Seinfeld and you will find it. But also, please go to BlackSeinfeld.com. That is our website where you can just also listen to past episodes and stuff. That's that's our hub of everything Black Seinfeld. Ready to play the word association? Yeah, sure. Okay. What's you, the rules? I'm just going to give you one. I'm going to give you a word, right? Mm -hmm. Well, two words. You're going to react to it. We're going to have a discussion about it. And it's going to be hilarious. Okay. You ready? Sure. Jeffrey Jolmis. Jeffrey Jolmis? Yes. What was that? You don't know who that is? No. So, Bastion, you, you sent me a, a, a clip the other day of the hurdle event at the Olympics. And there was one man. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> that that wasn't recent. That was a while ago. Wait, That's what? Like, that wasn't recent? That wasn't recent. That was probably 2016. What? Why was this trending now? Because he's, well, first of all, the clip Giovanni's talking about, what's his name? Jeffrey? Jean-Mis. Jean-Mis is a Haitian uh, track runner that was running a... Uh, maybe the 400, the one where you get to leap. Yes. I, I, um, and he messed up. He, he was doing, he, he was hyping up. himself up in the camera. Oh, man. And when he started running, he was supposed to jump the first one and he completely it. failed. It was like, and if you watch the whole thing, he pretty much fumbles the rest of it. Because oh. what I learned about that game is it's all about footing and you have to have like the right uh, pattern in terms of. You know, maybe the first one's 15 steps and the next one's 13 steps. Next one's 13 steps, jump, 13 steps, jump, 15 steps, jump. You know, it has a technique. He messed up and he's Haitian and we could just never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I thought this was new. I, I kept laughing at this thing all week. I showed it to everyone. It was incredible. It's not new. Sorry to burst your bubble. Oh, I remember when man. it happened, too. Uh, because it was trending on Twitter as, as it did and as it should because it was embarrassing. So it's like, yeah, if you're Haitian, uh, track and field, maybe. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, he was also apparently he was born in Florida, too. He's from They're Florida. They're all born in Florida, bro. What, what, what do you think? You're born you in Florida? Think? No, I said like any oh, exactly. Olympian, any Olympian or anybody that's like, Oh, I'm playing for Haiti. Most likely, Lib mm. was born and raised in the United States. But in order to do that, like pretty much the same way I could become the president of Haiti, even though I was born in New York, your parent has to be a naturalized citizen in order for you to uh, be part of that rule. So, yeah. Is this your way of saying that you're going to be running for president? I'm just giving you how the bylaws are written. Oh, okay. You know, because like if you're. If you're born in Germany, but neither 
if you're born in Germany, but your dad's not German or has a German citizen, you don't get a ger German citizenship. That's messed up. Why? But you're born it's in Germany. Not, well, you're looking at it through From the American I, lens, I guess. Yeah. American lens. But you should also look at it as like a imperialist. Like, I don't want any immigrants inside uh, my country type thing. So that's <clears> something. It, yeah, I agree. Like, I think it's bad. You know, that's the reason like Giannis Atiakokumpo in, in Greece Right. Now, before he changed his name to uh, fit more of the Greece rather than his original uh, Nigerian last name, he was born in Greece, not a citizenship, was not nationalized until he became a superstar, until he became a star. Yeah, he had to come. You have to become a star, it seems like, in order for you to get some recognition or or, or have that um, citizenship of, of approval. Yeah, so most, so most athletes that represent Haiti – I'm pretty sure maybe 95% they were born in the United States. And if they were born in Haiti, they lived and trained in the United States. I'm not saying they're not good enough for Team America. It seems like it. It looks like that from the outside, I promise you. Probably maybe, Jeffrey Jonas. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about sports or Olympics like that. I, I like watching it four four, well, every four years. Yeah, like yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah. However, Jeffrey Jonas, though, I don't think... <laughs> He should be fine. I never He's looked into fine. him at all. So. I never looked into him either, man. He just showed me the clip. This started trending on Twitter for some reason, so I thought it was recent. It's something to remember. That's the thing. It's like, oh. like humble yourself. Word. It's the most humble yourself video moment if um, if you ever seen one. That must have been Cameron in the versus battle. Oh, yeah. we're going to get into that a bit later, but. Yeah, I've been laughing at that clip all week, Bastion. I'm not gonna lie; it's been hilarious to me. No, I definitely understand. It's like it's such a like a difficult sport to do, and also oh, we're, we're we're in the Olympics. I haven't been paying attention to the Olympics whatsoever at all. Me neither. We've been working. Just like reg. No, I just think it's not as accessible because of the time difference. That's who. Because right now in Japan, it's I think it's like the afternoon. Exactly. So because of the big time difference compared to like Brazil, maybe it was like an hour back. Right. Right. It was, easy, it was easier to catch up and know like when uh, certain events were happening. Yeah, I believe. But, the, oh, yeah. It's called the 400 meter hurdle. That's what that's what we're talking about. Yeah. The 400 meter hurdle. Yeah. But you're, you're absolutely right about the, the time zone difference, because I remember I believe the uh, United States basketball team was playing the other day and it and the airtime was like one o'clock in the morning and i was just like yeah i'm not built for this anymore i'm going to sleep yeah like you realize you need your energy for something else entirely exactly and i think that i think the coverage they're doing the best that they can with the highlights and all that stuff i know some of the stuff like it's like pre-recorded yeah, of, so, for example, 11 a.m. in Tokyo is 10 p.m. here. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So, right now, it's it's the afternoon. Exactly. Over in Japan, so Lord knows who what else is going up. on tonight. I'm not staying up to watch people win gold. Why? I mean, you just, I get it. You, you're not staying up, so why? Like, come on. It's not important anymore. Because like, we, we literally Bastion... don't care. It's not a team of amateurs. Maybe some of the sports are amateurs, but they're all professionals. That is fair. I did catch some, some weird stuff. Well, not weird. It's just 
unconventional sports while I was awake, such as trampolining. I didn't know that was a thing. That looked hella that? fun. Basically, you're on this trampoline and you're doing flips. And the thing about trampolining is they have this, um, they mark you off in a box, right? And you can't go outside of the perimeters of that box. You have to jump and perform all these flips and tricks, but have a really crisp landing, sort of like gymnastics. That sounds difficult. Oh, it absolutely looks incredibly difficult, but I'm not going to lie. I'd get into trampolining just, just to jump because I'm a big kid. No, like you ever, well, you've been on a trampoline before. Yes. So I'm pretty sure it's more of the aerodynamics of what you could do once you hit the, like the, maybe the, the apex of that jump. Mm-hmm. Can you do the flip? One flip, I can't do triple flips like these athletes do. I can give you one swan time bomb, and that's it. And it's pretty dangerous, too, because if you messed up and you're propelled down without, like, having your feet uh, parallel to the trampoline, oh, yeah, you're you could, screwed. Like, break, you break something. You could break something. You can fly off the trampoline. You can be screwed easily. So, what other sports were you surprised about i'm surprised about uh skateboard i didn't get a chance to see how they do the competition for it mm. i'm assuming it's like the x games but having skateboard is really really cool similar to skateboarding i actually caught bmx and yes it was definitely similar to the x games and the top dude in bmx for the olympics this this australian cat he's freaking insane he's doing flips and and stuff on the bike and i'm just like yo Imagine if you just don't stick that landing. Imagine if you fall on a bike. That must suck. Well, not yeah, yes and no. Um, I'm pretty sure people, well, a lot of people like that are trained how to fall, mm-hmm. especially once you're skateboarding down like maybe a whole flight of stairs. You have to know how to land. Right. Because if you land badly, you're really going to hurt yourself. And also, it's going to be trial and error. So you're going to do probably 15 recording that until you get the right one correct. So they know how to land. And right. that's why they got the helmets and the pads and stuff. My intro to skating was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Jackass. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's why Tony Hawk is the man, the myth, the legend. Absolutely. Most people don't. Most people see him, but don't think it's him, which is uh, a very funny meme i see that all the time now because tony hawk like he still looks like himself but like he's what 50 something now yeah yeah so people still have that earlier image of tony hawk they don't look at him as like a old dude now yeah and i i still think that's my favorite snl skit when they were talking about like in the past he was playing Tony Hawk in the future. It's like, wow, like this is brand new graphics. <laughs> it's, it's like the remake. <laughs> we really did. We really did, man. I I remember like playing PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 games and just thinking, yo, these graphics are incredible. And now that we're in the age that we're in, it's like these graphics are almost surreal, almost human-like to a point of like, okay, this is getting kind of weird of how great these graphics are. But back then, like, we thought this was, like, revolutionary. Because it was for the time. 
I, I still stick to my theory that everything plateaued in the PS4 and they're just forcing us to download nonsense or a higher graphics, which is pretty much the same thing for the PS5. That's why games take a lot longer to make. That's why there won't be any real games for the PS5 for the next like three years. So just uh just a jump on that topic. But yeah, that's pretty much like the Olympics. We don't really pay attention to it. I still think they should have uh canceled the whole thing until next year. Yeah. Or well, you spend a lot of money. Japan did spend a lot of money. They did, but it is brutal in Japan right now, especially during COVID cases. Japan is really going through it. Want to get into COVID? This is the segue into the COVID update. Bashing. All right, man. Go ahead. Get into it. <laughs> COVID update, COVID update, COVID update. Do you want to go local, Bashin, or do you want to go more domestic American first? Let's go domestic. Okay, let's just crap on Texas and Florida then. <laughs> oh, actually, let's go global first. Global? I yeah. don't know what's going on globally except for Japan. So the new COVID variants. There's Are more? you aware of that? There's more? Yes. Yes, there's one in South America that's been uh, expanding over there. The hell is it and... called? Delta Plus? No, Delta Plus is, I think, the one they found in Europe. I'm surprised you don't know about this. Yeah, I didn't know about this. I was just going to crap on Texas and Florida again. No, no, no. So, like, Delta Plus is the one that's been recently trending as of late. But there's another one that's coming from South America don't recall the name that doesn't help <laughs> we're gonna google this right now but yeah so that's kind of the biggest issues right now is different variants that's going on and they're easier to get they said it's equivalent to like the chicken pox like it's and our vaccination probably could get around it the efficacy rate for those are probably much lower mm-hmm. than the the variants or the current uh variants that was designed for our vaccines but it kind of falls into the the many people's conversations like hey if you don't get rid of it now or we don't follow the rules it's just going to keep mutating keep mutating well bashan as the world starts to open up again we're seeing that a people really love human interaction and people really love being outside and people love just being around each other unfortunately because this whole COVID thing has become one big political thing it's become one big money thing outside of america because it's free in america other places unfortunately i know that some countries have people paying for these vaccines um it's all become one big mess uh, yeah so the, it's the delta variant and also the lambda variant and they're both uh very, very infectious, especially if you're vaccinated. No, even if you're vaccinated, you can still get it. But from what I've seen and the reports they're talking about, when you're vaccinated, they don't really see any health crisis where you have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's why they're recommending people to still get vaccinated so you don't go to the hospital. That's what the vaccinations are for. It's not for you to like block it. It's like, oh, I won't get COVID. It's so when you get it, it you won't be sent to the IU, you know, the emergency room and stuff. We and we we don't want that. And there's a lot of stories. So now let's talk about domestic. Now now get into your stories. Oh yeah, Florida and Texas, y'all are crazy, bro. So apparently in America, one in three 
COVID cases derive from either Texas or all of Florida. And you already know what I say about Florida. Florida is crazy. And Texas, you already know what we've been talking about Texas all year long, it seems. We've been talking about Texas, about its, uh, its power grid, its electrical grid. We've been talking to Texas about its, its damn border walls. We've been talking about Texas for about every single thing. Its governors, its senators. We've been talking about Texas for everything, okay? And Texas, y'all do not disappoint once again because y'all are one of the reasons why one in three COVID cases are here in America. It's because of y'all and it's because of Florida. Now let's get into Florida. We all know Florida's crazy, okay? We all know that y'all have been... Y'all have been up and open, double-cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon, still doing what y'all do out in Miami, out in Disney World. Okay? Okay, Florida, and this is what we get because of y'all. Y'all want to play too much. If y'all are here in New York, stay your ass away from Florida. Stay your ass away from Texas, but especially Florida. And I just want to even expand on that um, before we even get to our the local level, what's going on in New York. This pretty much is a ball effect, right? It's like a snowball effect. And I pretty much presented this argument for a very long time. Even if people get the vaccine and they walk around with no mask, they will still tend to be a problem because you're making it seem like it's okay to walk around mask off. So people that aren't even vaccinated will just play part of the game yeah, I don't care. This person not wearing this mask, I'm gonna wear not gonna wear a mask. That person gets both of them get COVID, but one of them's gonna be perfectly fine. They'll just have to stay home for a week. Not even two weeks, just a week. The other person could be in the hospital. And that's the cycle that's going on. I guess it would go up, then go back down, go up, then go back down. Because even after you get COVID and you'll say rest up for like two months, you can still get COVID again. That and then the true. cycle and then the cycle comes back around. This is what we call Bastion the herd immunity effect. Which is fake. It's just fake. Because in order for herd immunity to work, it's like everybody has to get it at the same time. And then nothing pretty much happens afterwards. Mm. But what we're seeing is like this uh, variant, these variants are very, very contagious. So that local government whatever country it's in isn't doing anything to prevent it, stop it, stop all flights, everybody stay indoors, no rent increases, uh, no one needs to pay rent or mortgages or whatever, then yeah, something will be done pretty much within a month. Like so much more will be done in a month if they like shut down a country for an entire month. That's the smart thing to do, Bastion. But because we have these vaccines now, you know damn well they're not going to do this. They're making incentives to get people to get vaccinated. But the problem is because the vaccine within itself has now become political, people don't want to take it because, A, they don't trust the government and blah, blah, blah. And they don't want $100 bills. They don't want free Shake Shack fries. They don't want free Krispy Kreme donuts. They don't want tickets to the to the baseball games. They don't want tickets to the movies. They don't want any of that stuff because they just don't they don't want to be mutated into X-Men, Bastion. So you the thing that. is like in other countries they they are incentivizing people to do it by saying, "Hey, if you're not vaccinated and don't have any proof, you can't take the transportation." And that's it. Like they will protest. Go ahead, they'll protest, but when they're trying to, you know, hop back home on the train and they realize they can't get on the train 
they're going to feel some type of way and then they're going to get the vaccine the the vaccine so yeah i'm saying that federal government will have to go out the way saying like hey what's something wild and crazy you can't drive without a vaccination card you know that's not going to work here especially in america cuz a this why why is america a global superpower but can't power anything at home cuz we're stupid no, because they don't. No, no, it's not about the people. You could comment saying have idiotic ideas, but it's like the government within itself. They rather just continue the ideas like, oh, no, we're a free nation. Everybody in this country will just eventually work together. It's like, no, you, you got to kind of put your foot down for a lot of things. It's kind of the concept of government. But, but you put your foot down for a lot of things. They chalk it up to states' rights, though, which is why Florida is up for the rampant. CDC. You know, the CDC has a lot of power. I, I did not know, but not the, according the C- to these states' rights. Like the states have way more power than the CDC. The CDC is lenient. That's why the states are able to get around with their little little bypass um, bylaws. Everything the CDC says is very lenient and nothing like super uh, impactful. Right, because you know the states states aren't going to follow them. And that's a problem. That's what I mean. It's like once you make something federal, that's when the states will have to follow. So even if you have your nonsensical Texas uh, congressperson would say, oh, like we or senator, oh, we don't have to do that. It's like if you're vaccinated, go on, go on mask. Uh, restaurants no longer need to get uh, need to ask the, the the people sitting indoors if they're vaccinated or not and they shouldn't because it's not it's like they'll use the conversation it's against the right to ask about your personal uh health so that's kind of the conversation that's going on right now the major conversation in my opinion is to kind of force people to take the vaccine yeah and i don't think that's a good idea either that's just no, me. no, but you can't just say it's not a good idea because you think people are going to cry and moan about it. Oh, like, no, no, I'm not. Why do you think it's a bad idea without using that? Some people are going to cry and moan. No, no, I, I wasn't going to say that at all. I just I think me personally, if you try and force people to to get the vaccine and you know they're not going to. I, th- I think about a lot of businesses that are soon going to have to be required to like make sure everyone has their vaccine make sure every and make sure everyone does x y and z i think it's in the long run um they're going to lose money businesses are going to lose money who's who's why are they going to lose money because i know a lot of people still that are not vaccinated even here at bai you know it's it's still bai after all I know some of our listeners a lot of our listeners we get the emails you know what it is bastion I know yeah. we know a lot of people are not vaccinated yet, right? So forcing them to get the vaccination, I think there's just, I think me personally, there's, there's going to be even more of a rebellion. So the thing is, what's important to understand is like you can implement the force. Of course, people could choose to ignore it. Exactly. But then there'll be a separate group of people that will just actually do it. So you're just hoping that the, the group of people that actually do it would just get it done immediately. And then the percentage will jump. Because I think in like France, it was like once they start forcing people, the the people, the, the sign up rates went up like 200% the next day. That's what we're hoping for. So when you say like, hey, 
uh, public exactly. transportation. If you don't have it, you can't get in. Bam, it's going to jump. Even if you don't really implement it, like you're not going to have cops in every uh, turnstile. You're just going to say that you're going to do it. It's going to jump up. People get the first shot. Uh, people get the Johnson Johnson one shot. And next thing you know, like, there you go. You just got two million people just because you kind of made like uh, a, a small statement. That's why I mean, like, you're never going like no matter what country you're in, you're going to say, hey, you have to do it. They're probably going to say, no, I'm not going to do it. So no worries. We just remove most, most of your benefits and you'll go. You'll be fine without those benefits for X, X period of time. Then you realize, like, you know what? I, I actually do need these benefits. Let me just get the vaccine. It could be six months from now, two years from now, but you're eventually going to get it. Mm. So that's kind of my argument. What, what do you think, Gio? I think due to the political climate that we are in, I think that we are, I don't think us as America is going to be as strict as we should on on implementing like these kind of rules i know new york is doing it but again i'm ch i'm chalking that up to states rights it's not a federal they're not making this a federal issue they're making it a statewide issue and i think as long as we have the vaccines and as long as these businesses are making money again um, including corporations, every everyone from the top and bottom is starting to make money again. I don't think that those that strict policy is going to apply for all of America. But just to like stop you there, the concept I'm giving isn't to shut down or stopping or pausing any form of business. Mm -hmm. It's literally to get the people that go to those business to protect both ends. Mm -hmm. So for restaurants in one end, the people are also eating at the restaurant aren't affected by people that aren't vaccinated. Oh, I get because what you're, you're protecting saying. both ends. Like you're still getting money coming in some form of way. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, but no, you I get have what to, you're saying. Yeah, I'm just saying from a state, right? From like from like each state. Oh, that they're the, gonna the look first at part I that. agree. Yeah, it's the second part I had to kind of disagree in. No, that's because, fine. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just that, saying they're not going to think. At it. I, I I totally understand you, but I'm saying I'm saying that they're not going to look at it like that at all. Who's they? State rights. State rights. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to look at it like that. The people in that state aren't going to look at it like that because again, it's now a political thing. So you're looking at it from this perspective. They're not going to look at it from that perspective. I'm looking at it from a federal perspective because that's the only way to get around these state rights. Right, and, and then, I'm you saying know, it's not going to be a federal right. Blocking any judge that will block it and then, you know, state it to Congress, but then imagine it passing through Congress. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be a federal right. It's not going to so, be put, in, put federally. It's going to be up to the states. Unfortunately, so, so the cause of the effect of what's going on and what's been happening, especially like in Alabama, for example, is the the cases in hospitals are jumping up and many nurses are doing a lot of like interview reports saying like we just went through this last year. How are we going through this? The same exact thing again, even though like if you're vaccinated, you it will lower your your chance of coming going to the hospital significantly. This is like all the way down. You still get sick. You know, you still get COVID and still test positive for it, but you won't be in the hospital dying. And they're kind of 
kind of like being a little dark in the news. News is always dark, but now they're really like out there being very morbid, talking about like last words of family members saying like, oh, I should have got the, the, the vaccine. I feel you. Yeah, we were reading stories about that on Twitter. And yeah, I agree. So like, I think like the, the, the father of five, 39 years old, you know, it's not like he was anti-vax. He just didn't get the vaccine just yet, you know, mm-hmm. maybe just waiting out just a little bit. And he passed away and they used his report pretty much nationwide in order to get people to kind of look it up. But I'm pretty sure a lot of um, reports when they spoke to the people that are leaving the hospital say, oh, I made it. So I don't I don't need to get vaccinated. So, yeah, but you do. You, you almost died. You're literally in your deathbed two days ago. Like what happened? This hospital was really packed and they weren't able to like talk to you or give you oxygen because they ran out of oxygen. People don't think That's like you, Bastion. I'm sorry, bro. No, it's not about think like me. It's you have to educate the you have to educate the people. You if any, anywhere you are, even if you're a doctor or nurse or the, your local city council, it's all about educating. If you gotta pay to run ads on their TV just to like two minute ads just to educate the 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 crowd, that's the way it works. Because you have someone like Fox News, right, which is like known to be a a great of data for a certain demographic of people that's where they're going to get their news so fox news is shilling saying like oh we're like i don't know about the vaccine da, 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 not giving you real uh political topics or real any real points about it just talking about you know, some nonsense not going anywhere with the conversation you yourself didn't get anything you didn't get anything new from it even though all the people that are sitting there in that studio are vaccinated well because you know why, Bashin? Fox News, they cater to a kind of person. They cater yeah. to their kind of audience. And so unfortunately, guess what? I hate to break it to you, homie. They're not good. Their people are gonna make their choices, right? And whether they choose to listen to that nurse, whether they choose to, to listen to the experts, guess what? People could be in a room with astrophysicists saying, hey, we study the Earth for a living and the Earth is round. And guess what they said in that room, Bashan? The Earth is flat. Guess what? These are and the Earth is flat as That's people. what I'm talking about. And I'm it's sorry. The, you can't change their minds. Sometimes you just got to let it be. No, that's what I'm trying to say. It's the misrepresentation of information that's allowed to kind of spur through, especially when it's really, really bad. Because for the first, like, you know, Trump will kind of hype it up saying it's, it's lit with that he helped, you know, push the process for the vaccine. But mm-hmm. anytime you ever talk about it, if you look in the crowd, they get no they don't claps. Che- they get no claps. No, and get why no is chairs. Why Just is like, that? Mm, why no. is that? Because he himself didn't hype it up the first time right around. Right? That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. He's hyping it now because he wants to take his accolades and run around town with it. And say, oh, the reason that everything's going well for Biden for the vaccine is because of me. This is post winning. This is like, mm-hmm. you know, when your confidence is over 10, you're just kind of crazy. But when he was in the seat, he, he wasn't talking like it was super important. Of course not. That's the that's what I'm talking about. It's just the information. That's the reason that we're in this same that situation audience. now. So like now, if the government really wants people to do it. They will have to control the information. They will literally have to like sit down with Fox Studios and say, hey, you have to talk about it this way. If you don't, we're just going to block you. Easy. We're United States of America. We do whatever we want. We just turn off your channel. 
That you will be, complain. That would be great in theory, but she knows it's not happening. It's not happening. Exactly. But I'm just it's saying it's happening. possible to happen. People are stupid. The information is out there. But um, I just saw someone saying, like, uh, I think they work with um, probably the city in order to inform the public. And they called them on their phone and mm-hmm. said, hey, have you been vaccinated? No. How come? Well, I don't trust it. So do you have any questions? Then they answer the questions. They have a 15-minute phone call. Set set up a, a a date for them to go get the vaccine after that informed phone call because they're talking to someone, not sitting down watching a TV. They have a list like a live person on the phone. That's it. They just gotta hire more people to get on the phones. You know, knock door to door. I'm I'm telling you, there's different ways to get the information out. They just gotta do it. If they're not doing it, then all the southern states are getting sick left and right. That's right. just going to continue to happen Stay your every ass six months. Every six months, we're just going to t- keep talking about exactly. it. Exactly. We're going to go back to square one. But hey, we're, 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 we're back. In, we're like, you know, we're like square three right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing a game of Candyland. And you know how you get the squares. You go yeah. up two squares. You go back three squares. We're going back three squares now. Shut the ladders. Shoots and ladders. ladders, exactly. And, we were yeah. going down that freaking ladder. When she, you remember how you get to like eighty something, and then you go down that big ass slide, and you're down to like fifteen. Thirty-six. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're down to fifteen, I think. Yeah. What, what's the concept? Like ten steps forward, twenty steps back. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. I think I think Vegas is going to be next, because people are going to flock into Vegas heavily. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard much about Arizona, but I think it's just uh the no, low Nevada. vaccinated states. Yeah, Nevada. My fault. Uh, Nevada low. Um, a low of uh, vaccinated states. I don't think Nevada is that low. Exactly, and especially wise. having Vegas there, and people are definitely flocking to Vegas this. No, summer. no, no. I'm saying it's not that low. Like the vaccine rate isn't low mm. compared to the other states, where which is very low. Right. Like 10 less than 10%. And also having people travel to Vegas pretty often, you know, it's mark my words. It's, it's, it's definitely check out Nevada. Just keep your eye out on Vegas. Um, Oh, speaking of, um, high populated areas, Lollapalooza just occurred over in Chicago, Illinois. And man, a hundred thousand people went to Lollapalooza. Yeah, we definitely spoke about it last episode, but just like to kind of go back and just fusing our COVID conversation with a festival conversation, especially if you're vaccinated. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of um, people around artists are getting sick now due to the 100,000 people that showed up to Lollapalooza. Last week, we talked about Rolling Loud, but Lollapalooza, that was a huge turnout. Yeah, and it's just, I did see Gio, I want to talk about it. Someone had a conversation yeah. on, on the internet, and it just kind of sparked this uh, very interesting conversation about the artists. At one point in time, do you, the artists, understand the situation about the global pandemic and just stop going to the festivals? Because they're going to see you, especially if you're like, I hate to use the the example Megan Stallion, but uh, that's like the first person. I'm like Megan Stallion, she had like a huge crowd, right? And so to be like, fair, that's what yeah. the um, that's what the video was showing. It was showing a video of Megan the Stallion, which I don't think was fair 
Okay. No, but it's like every like large crowds everywhere. You know, right. like whoever you are, it's going to be a large crowd. Mm-hmm. So and it's going to be a festival too. Festivals, the land. You know, you're chilling. Uh, shorts. You know, uh, t-shirts. Sweat. A lot of skin. A lot and of a lot of breathing because it's hot. Exactly. Sweat. And weed. Some water. Exactly. And a lot of weed. Yeah. So you you're taking all that in the festival. Knowing that there's a higher percent chance, even if you're vaccinated, because if you're vaccinated, you're still going to pay attention that the new variant that you can still get sick off the new variant, the Delta. Yep. And you still said, I'm going to risk it. Exactly. And being in close proximity with just people, especially for like the headliners in the main events, like. Those so at cr- what point is it responsible for the artist to stop? <laughs> Right. And what I said was, I don't believe it's the artist's fault because the artist is out here just trying to make their money. They're trying to make their coin, trying to feed um, the 50, 100 people they have on their entourage and on, and on their bill, their lawyers, X, Y, and Z. And what I thought of was, ironically enough, was Riley from the Boondocks. And what Riley from the Boondocks said to, to Tom, he was like, at what point does personal responsibility play in the play a factor in this situation? I see Megan Thee Stallion um, on Lollapalooza. On Lollapalooza, I stay. I stay home. You saw Megan Thee Stallion performing at Lollapalooza. You chose to go. That's a really good take. Um, it's hit or miss only because of influence. If you, the artist, have influence saying, hey, we have to stop going to these festivals because of the the Delta variant and we should just continue to do videos. I'm going to do a video festival for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like that happened all through last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe 20% of your crowd that was supposed to go there changed their minds. Like, all right, I'm going to stay at home. That's the idea that we're hoping for when the artist says, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then just like, okay, I'm going to stay home. Like maybe 20% of that crowd that was supposed to be there decide to stay. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I know that there are some artists that are actually still doing that. Uh, And it is a good idea. But unfortunately i think they're going to be making a lot more money doing these live festivals than doing the at-home festivals unfortunately of course that's how it is at the end of the day it's money and And that's that's why they make their money man doing them tours doing them festivals unfortunately that's how they make their money they don't make their money doing these albums unless you're like a huge artist and I was very uh, frustrated when people talk about like capitalism within those comments when they're uh, having that discussion. A lot of people are confused. Like, what's capitalism have to do with this? Like, everything. It's literally the, it's literally the root of like everything. The everything. Reason, COVID, <laughs> reason why we can't do anything with COVID is because we are so focused on uh, increasing our profit revenue in any type of industry because the, it's it messed up everything. The reason okay? why we're back outside is because of capitalism. We need to be making y'all money out here. You're all laborers. Exactly. Why are you doing chilling? Where's my labor? Exactly. The reason why people are trying to kick y'all out is because of capitalism. 
People trying to kick you out your houses, your apartments because of capitalism. It's all because of capitalism. The reason why we have mom and pops struggling to keep open capitalism. It's all because of the capitalism. The reason why these artists decide to go back out on these festivals because they make more money doing that. They make money by touring. I know y'all are all big J. Cole fans. Y'all didn't listen to 1985? That's what he said. Don't ever quit touring because that's how you eat in these rap game. You make 30K per show for X, for X amount of shows and you know, do 50 shows. There you go. You have a couple mil. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, when there's no longer any shows, what's going on? Because I've seen a couple tour uh, sheets and usually tour sheets, they put like 50 shows on there. But now he's looking at the tour sheet. There's like maybe 12. And they will add on if things make sense. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. I agree. So that's what they're looking at. Word. So that's been our COVID update for. I, I'm sorry. I was going to say October, August, August 5th, 2021. Do you want to take a little pause for the cause or do you want to go straight into Anderson Cooper? Uh, let's, let's let's listen to the first song. Let's, okay. Let's, let's listen to a song before we get into well, uh, something funny. All right. We're going to get into something funny, but you know, this is dedicated to you know what i'm not even gonna do it i'm just gonna play the song we Turn the mics up, turn the mics up, yeah, the beat is locking, need that mic up, turn that uh, what, turn up louder, yeah, Uh, separate the weak from the oxa Leap hard to creep them Brooklyn streets It's on again, stop all that bickering beef I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch's feet Thundering, shaking the concrete Then the song stop when I fall the plot Neighbors call the cops and they heard mad shots Saw me in the drop, three and a quarter Slaughter, electrical tape around the daughter Old school, new school, need to learn though I've heard baby burn like Disco Inferno, burn slow like this with yayo. Peel more skins than Idaho potato. People know the lyrical molesting is taking place. Messing with B.I.G. it ain't safe. Uh, I make a skin chase. Rashes on the masses, bumps and bruises, it's a land cruisers. Big Papa smash fools, bad fools, niggas mad because I know the cash rules. Everything around me, two block nines. Any motherfucker whispering about mine. And I'm, and I'm, Brooklyn's finest. You rewind this, bad boys behind this. Get high, 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 get high,
sex like all the freaks. Stack mad chips, spread love with my peeps. People want to creep and watch my back. Leave the cognac in those sack, make me slap. I switch us all that. Enemies G's up, uh, won't force move, get Swiss cheese up. Clip the tech, respect, I demand it. Slip and break the 11th commandment. Come out, shot, not mess with your C popper. Feel a thousand deaths when I drop ya. Uh, I feel for you, the shocker, con, I'm the gun. Sex when I want it, Rolex on the arm. You'll die slow but calm. Remember this face, uh, so there won't be no mistake. So you know where to send Jake Lane one, brave one. Turn front page one, puff daddy flips daily. I smoke the f, he slips on the bailies, on the rocks. Tote blocks of christenings, I'm a cop in the fire positioning. Which one is not a Which one to do? As we proceed, proceed to give you what you need. Biggie Smalls, who shot you, Bastion. Uh, I saw you, saw you chuckle there a little bit. Yeah, I was surprised you played that song. I felt like it would be appropriate to get into Anderson Cooper, get into the our little Whoa, whoa. That was what that's what it was for? Yeah. That's I don't know about that. I, that's now why I didn't I say two, anything. Two the, that's why I, I didn't say anything. Like, you would not allow that. So I was just like, you know absolutely what? Absolutely not. I'm just play it. Boop. Doom doom doo 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 doom. That's that's not the doom, same doom. thing. Yeah, no, that song signifies a living person. Yeah, right. I mean, he, he couldn't make that song if. To be he, fair, Bastion, he, he wouldn't make that song if that person was alive. So, oh, oh, it, like, there's no cause not. and effect. Oh, a- absolutely it not. Was, it was a cause and effect. One hundred percent. But I just felt like we were going into this. You know, it would have been. I thought it was just an alley oop to me, at well, least. It was either this or twenty four hours to live. Have you read any articles pertaining to the situation of uh, the Haitian president's murder well, or assassination? Well, it's it's funny you've, you've mentioned that because Saturdays at 4 p.m., I am the audio engineer for Haiti. Our revolution continues with Mr. Daoud Andre. So I... I listen to more of what he says about these situations than actually like read articles about it because here we have a, a prominent man, a prominent activist um, in that community that's that's well versed and well knowledgeable about it. So I just listen to the show because I have to work on it. I hope gotcha. that helps. Yeah. Just, just for any like background, uh, my dad and I we did do a show together for called Lock Guy in New York many, many years ago. <laughs> for a pretty long period of time. I'm pretty sure it was like over ten years they did the show together. Uh so this is a interesting background. It's a it's a small world sometimes. Right, right. That, that was nuts when you told me uh, about that. And then I'm starting to engineer for him. Did you talk to him about it a little bit? Or? Oh, yeah, I talked to him. All right, so Anderson Cooper had... We should just get into, like, what happened on CNN and then talk about that. So 
this week, Anderson Cooper had on uh, Joel Moise's first lady, his wife, uh, Martine, Moise. Martine Moise, on CNN for five minutes. Okay, Bashan sent me the uh, the the flyer for it, right? And at first, I didn't think it was real. Like I was a bit skeptic, and I was watching Anderson Cooper. And that's number one. I don't watch Anderson Cooper. So I'm waiting for this segment, right? And it's like, it's like 8.50. And I'm yeah. like, okay, it's finally happening, right? Because I'm texting Bashan as this thing is going on. And I'm like, yeah, Bashan, I think this is a dub. I don't think this was real at all. I think this is Photoshop. And as soon as I sent that, coming up next, we're talking to the former Haitian president's first wife, Next, this is her first interview since the blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, yo, Bashan, this is real, right? So I was texting Dawood about it, right? And Dawood said, this is all comedy. This is all comical. That's exactly so, what he said. This is all comical. So uh, that's, that's the light way of putting it. <laughs> I'm PGing it a lot. <laughs> Just a, a light comment on it. Yeah, I sent that to Gio and... I'm pretty sure both of us were expecting it to be a first hour show. Right. Or at least the top of the second hour show. Right. That's how uh, these TV shows, or TV shows, these news networks work. It's a one hour show and it's split up into multiple segments. I'm expecting maybe a five minute explanation and then like a 10 minute interview. Exactly. That's what I'm looking at. I was like, okay, we're going to get like maybe a 15, 10 to 15 minute segment about the situation in the most, you know, Americanized FBI plant, you know, uh, formal story. It's like a story to tell the yes. people what's going on. And, hey, if you're a publicist, this is a great publicity. CNN, it's been, he, uh, he was assassinated uh, July 7th, so it's almost a month. Yeah. And it's your first time. It's not your first time talking to anybody. You've been doing several interviews before uh, because I've been reading many, many articles on her perspective of what the events that happened. Mm -hmm. And the stories just don't timeline wise. If it was a TV show, you will say there's a lot of plot holes here. Really? Oh, yeah. That's why I asked you if you read any articles, because I've been reading a couple of them and most of them oh, have a please. lot of like. Plot holes? Yes. Please let That's the me best know. way in order to, the semantics, in order to kind of explain the story. And it's, hap it's like live history happening in the making in front of our eyes. We got to comment that as a joke. So mm -hmm. to see that it was a five-minute segment at like 8.50, ending at 8.55. Right. That was some BS. Was comedy. Yeah, that I felt robbed of my hour of watching this. Now, Giovanni, you don't know much about the situ overall situation, but you understand the story and uh, empathy and feelings. Now, can you, you know, close your eyes and recall <laughs> watching uh, the five-minute segment and explain, like, her facial features, her facial reaction when talking? Do you remember? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, one, she had that, uh, she had that brace on her arm, and her facial features, Bastion. I'll be honest with you. 
Maybe like facial uh, emotion. She re she really didn't have that much emotion, Bastion. Like yeah. honestly, like she had no facial emotions. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the live action version of the Lion King. Just no facial features, no real emotion was there. Um, it was just her speaking. She was well. She was very well spoken. Um. Cause I know the the interview was like some in English and then some some other in Creole, and honestly, Bastion, I just remember just her just speaking. There was like no emotion. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to say anything, but you know, I I was kind of suspicious. It was a bit suspicious to me. That's all I'm saying. It was a bit I, suspicious. I I agree. That's oh, the first. Oh, you do. No, that's why I brought it up. Oh, okay. Because like even if we don't break down the story, we just break down the like the strangeness of it. Because right. the strangeness is what you said. So if you can imagine this person of I don't know, known uh husband of twenty five years died within their vicinity, assassinated, mm -hmm. and literally less than a month, you're already doing T V interviews. Exactly. How strange is that? Because usually if it's an event, you might wait a year right. before you really on TV talking about. Like, they'll, they'll have your articles on the story. But if any situation, you could think back, it takes about a year before, you know, before exactly. you're with Oprah talking about it. Right. Diddy waited at least like seven months to come out with I'll Be Missing You. Right. Exactly. And that was, you know, you talk about the situation, but you can see there was you a see closeness what I'm, in Exactly. You see what I'm like, saying, Bastion. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I wanted to bring up. It's like, isn't, as I would say, it's comedy. It's like, this is a live action show that's going on and right in front of you. Someone yes. that's uh, five minutes to give a quick segment of a situation that's happening of like, oh, you know, someone's in the room. Uh, where were you? And I can promise you, if you look into most of the stories that's been coming around, you're going to ask yourself, like, oh, okay, so if you were there, then how come, like, certain events happened here? What's the timeline for certain things? Remember how I told you that he was shot 12 times and had broken arms and broken legs and right. he was wearing jeans? And I thought they he, gouged out not, his eyes, right? And they gouged out his eye. Right. It's like, those are things that can't happen in two minutes. Like, right. bow, bow, and you're out. Right. It's like, oh, they're looking for something in the room. It's like, well, what were they looking in the room? How long were they looking in the room? Right. How long were you on the floor knowing that they'll be in the room for that X amount of time? And then they asked to on the phone, is this the guy that we're looking for? And they gave a description and then they shot him like allegedly, allegedly. No. Yeah, exactly. See, like those are just like strange things. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know the 100% story. I don't think most people know either. Maybe the FBI knows or somebody knows, right? You know, the yeah. government knows. America right? definitely knows. But if you read any of these articles, you're going to say, I don't understand it. Who's writing this fan fiction and why Why aren't? Why isn't there an editor going through it before they submitted it to the publishing? Oh, it's like, because this is exactly how it is. Sometimes when you just tell a story, might just get mixed up. Whatever sounds good is one you're gonna keep repeating over and over again. That's like uh and you can be a bad liar, but you have to be confident in your lies. Like Donald true. Trump. Yeah, like, absolutely. Forty five is the best liar of all time because he's confident to the point where he believes it's true. And mm -hmm. that's it. 
If you believe it's true, it happens. No one has to believe you if you believe in it. Believe in the lie itself. Here's the first red flag of this story, Bastion. This is what I remember. The One of the first things I remember she said that was there there was either no guards around or the guards let them through that was the first like okay red flag <laughs> off rip wait what yeah i think the story was they allowed them to like chill that yeah, night yeah that's what she said she either said there was no guards at their post or they let them through i think the certain uh security force were like home like they were sent out for right. them to go. But right. what the biggest story is when the so-called Colombians who were there pressing, who they originally blamed everything on, right. once they, they finally came in because of the situation, uh, the president was already dead. That was kind of the story. That's why I was talking about, like, if you read many articles explaining it, you try to wonder what's the timeline for everything. This is very Shakespearean. Very Shakespeare. Oh, it's worse than Shakespeare. Shakespeare makes sense, okay? <laughs> Good Shakespeare, Shakespeare has, uh, I forgot the concept of it. Like, everything's a downer. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's a tragedy. Yeah, everything's a tragedy in Shakespeare. But it leads up to something, right? right. The things in the first chapter... Like really follow through in the last chapter and Shakespeare. I read a couple of Shakespeare. Shakespeare is pretty interesting. You read some Macbeth, um, I assume. Hamlet. Yeah, Macbeth. Ah, Macbeth is such a uh, such an awful story. Uh, but it's a great story. It's a great uh, story. I don't know, man. She might be Lady Macbeth. We don't know. See, that's the hey. name of this episode, Lady Macbeth. Lady Macbeth. This is the name of the episode, that's Lady wild. Macbeth. I, I will have to uh, talk to myself about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fine. The boys in the marketing department might say no to that. But <laughs> Lady Macbeth, I don't know. She couldn't sleep at night. She had weary she was talking to herself Word. uh in her dreams. She was washing her hands of blood, man. I remember this. Just saying. <laughs> allegedly. 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 We're not saying anything. I say nothing. I haven't said nothing. I was talking about Lady Macbeth. This exactly. is a great story. You know, Macbeth killed the king. Exactly. Off, off the premise of the wife, and the wife said, you should kill the king. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's what I'm it. saying. It's very it's Shakespearean, it. but, you know, great book, Macbeth. Read it in eighth grade. Yo, shout out to you if you did a play for Macbeth, you know? Wow, that would have been nuts. Yeah, you know, you know the the strange part about Macbeth is the king. Yeah, I know I was sidetracked this on purpose. Uh, you know when you say something like on streaming, it's like in the video game, like right after. Yes, <laughs> yes. The strange thing about like Shakespearean stuff is there's always a prophet being told, like a prophecy being told. That is true. Beware the always... Ides of March. And at the end, oh yeah, that was uh, Caesar. Oh, and at mm -hmm. the end of Macbeth, it was like uh, a man that wasn't born from, and like, you remember that? You remember how it ends? Like the Very prophecy for that? Vaguely. The man, like Macbeth was slain by the man that wasn't born. And it's like, what does that even mean? Then when they asked him, like he was like, cut out his mother who passed away. And that's the person that slain Macbeth. Right. Like, I just remember Macbeth dying. I just forgot who killed him. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was the person who killed, killed him because he was right. so like, who will kill me? Like the person that wasn't born, born. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. And then it's like, how were you born? It's like, oh, I was like, I was cut out my mother. Right, like, right, right. That's how, uh, something like that. I don't remember. You know, email vague. us, Black Seinfeld. Reach us out, Black Seinfeld on Instagram and Twitter. You probably read more Shakespeare than I did. Yeah. I only did it for high school credits. Same. No, I did it for college credit. I did it for uh, Western Civilization. Oh, really? Y'all were reading uh, Shakespeare and Western Civ? Maybe one book. Oh, okay. I, th- I think it was Anti- Antigone. Antigone? Antigone is not No, that's not Shakespeare. I think that's like, that's not Sophocles, right? That's something else. I forgot who, but Antigone. Let's see if I remember Antigone. Um, something about sisters. I don't remember. Something about it was garbage, man. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't remember like two essays about it. Hard I remember though. reading it in like high school, maybe, but it was so long ago. I don't remember it. Oh but well, womp like, womp. But just to like quickly like just laugh about the five minute interview. Yeah, man, it was. It kind of says letdown. a lot about what's going on in the state of uh, state of no in uh, the country, the country of Haiti. Yeah, yeah, man. just like the story just getting mixed up. And how people are reacting to it. There, I, I think they thought that people will kind of, you know, be out there protesting like every single day, but it's not, it's not happening Hell like that. No, they're outside, but they're not like crying about it either. Just like hmm. relieved, not relieved. No, I wouldn't use the term relieved because you 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 can't remove a movable object and expect it to, to change like, overnight. To change overnight. That's fair. Like the worst thing could happen is somebody's implemented. And it's just the same cycle going on again. If the cycle needs to be stopped, it needs to be stopped correctly. But it was just, you know, removed and will soon be replaced. America appointed, I think. America appointed. And that's pretty much uh, the most I'll talk about for today. Yeah. I would like to be more informed to have a very uh, interesting timeline detailed. I will talk to my pops about this. Uh, and maybe we could do an episode about it. It would be pretty funny. Or we could, or we could just leave Daoud to do this. No, no, I have a, like a, like something good, cool for the show. Just okay. like to work on, like talking about timelines, and then we could just like characterize it as a TV show. It's like unsolved mysteries. Is, is the yeah unsolved mysteries? Like hey, you know unsolved mysteries. Like is is this a plot hole? Does is this a good lie? Maybe they should yeah. say something else. Like I don't know. The bathroom was making the toilet was keep flushing because the water problem, you know. So I checked in the bathroom, you know. It's like, yeah. So it, I, it, I promise you, it's. I, I promise you, the the, the stories and the multiple of uh, multiple lies being told in and out is just ridiculous. It's gonna be our new uh, forty five Super Saiyan Goku theory. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Let's get into another song of the week before, you know, we start talking about the fun stuff, the music stuff. Um, Wiffle Fit Bastion, I don't know if you remember them. They're back with a new track. You remember Wiffle Fit, the Irish band? No. Damn. Oh, well. All right. Well, well, they are back, ladies and gentlemen, with a new track. This is called Lovin' Machine. After this, we'll be back to talk about another murder that took place over at Madison Square Garden. We'll be right back.
free pills I take when I'm alone. I've got time to kill. Time, 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 time for the kill. Windows and flicking on through magazines filled with widows and singles like you, like you could care. Fit, the new exclusive track from Wiffle Fit, Loving Machine. That track will be out Friday, August the 13th. This is a nice Black Seinfeld exclusive. You know, we out here getting some new tunes for your head top. Hope you enjoyed that track. Bastion, did you enjoy that track? I hope you did. I thought it was tight. Yeah, it was interesting. I would like to listen to it with uh, better headphones. <laughs> uh, I feel you. Okay. Well, Bastion... You know, it's summertime here in New York, and every summer we always hear about this, and we always hear about, oh, the New York crimes is, is rising every summer. Oh, New, New York is New York is going back to its old ways, and, and New York is this, and New York is that, and I think, you know, it's time to, to hold New York uh, just a little bit accountable for its actions. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we need to and the violence and i think since we have this platform of reaching the the millions bastion i think that you know black seinfeld should do we should do our part in in actually like spreading awareness of you know these criminals for for what they have done so i'm here to talk about one criminal in in particular by the name of jason terrence phillips otherwise known as Jadakiss, 46 years old. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, Bastion, but August the 3rd, 
2021, this man created a triple homicide at Madison Square Garden, a.k.a. The Garden, a.k.a. The Garden of Eden, to local rappers from Harlem. I don't know if you've seen this. He had a loaded microphone and had a lyrical massacre by himself, a lyrical massacre amongst three people. Well, four, if you want to count Freaky Zeke, but I don't really count him. He's more of a, a hype man. And I just find it very just despicable. This man should be locked up 100%. Bastion, what are your thoughts on this? It was clean. He would get away with it. He Court knew. said, not guilty. <laughs> and he'll walk away into the sunset. Scott Free. Yo, Joffrey, only to be a legend, once once told. It's like, did it really happen? It's like, no one was there to... <laughs> no one was there. <laughs> no one was there. Well, I mean... The streets, the streets know. The streets, the streets will always know. No one's snitching, though. But here at Black Seinfeld, we just snitched. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> snitched. Because, damn it, dude, that versus battle was a freaking slaughter. And I didn't expect it to be that. So for those of you who do not know, New York was was up this past Tuesday because we had the locks versus dip set. Now, going into this, I'm not going to lie to you, Bastion. I was pulling for dip set. I was pulling for for dip set due to the fact that, you know, I was I was more around for the dip set era. That was that was early 2000s. So I remember the whole diplomat era i remember everyone uh wearing pink i remember that era i was one of those kids wearing pink light pink, red white and blue red white and blue uh, you know dip said we're, we're definitely fashion trendsetters they had they had the fire ass album diplomatic immunity like Dipset was like a whole anthem right it was a movement the locks on the other hand i was a i was more of a, a baby for that i was more of a toddler during that era, money, power, respect, all about the Benjamins, all that sort of stuff. Um, I started learning more about Jada Kiss when he came out with tracks with like Anthony Hamilton and Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige and J-Lo. Like, I didn't understand like the street aspect of, of, of the locks or like Jada Kiss. And, and of course, Styles P, you know, Good Times, I Get High. That was from Soul Plane. Like, that's what I knew about that was my knowledge of the locks right and to me i just felt like dipset had more anthems right and i felt like um separately you know Jewels, cameron jim jones they all had their own tracks that they could have played to to freaking wipe the floor with the locks however comma bastion i made that same mistake again of underestimating jadakiss because last year damn near a year ago he wiped the floor with Fabulous. And Fabulous had the same arson of, you know, Fab had big records. He had the girl records. He had the club records. And he did not do any of that stuff bashing. He tried to just go to mixtape Fab. And that's something you just don't do with, when messing with Jadakiss. Okay? Jadakiss is known as top five dead or alive for a reason. You don't do that with Jadakiss. Okay? Jadakiss is probably, he's undefeated in these versus battles, Bashin. He's 2-0. He's, he's going to be like The Undertaker pretty soon and have his own freaking versus streak. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was embarrassing how 
how bad the locks wiped the floor with Dipset. You know how I knew it was that bad, Bastion? When Cameron didn't come in with no pink. He had no furs. He had no pink shirt on. He had none of that. And I knew that was like a red flag right there. He didn't take he live it back. He in Miami. On. He lives in Miami, Bastion. That was that was the that was the first and second red flag. What are your thoughts on this so far, buddy? So I think this is a very interesting cultural event of realness. And uh, at the end of the day, when people talk back, it's all about being prepared. You know, when you do a school project, you have the person that actually reads the project that they finish writing. Because after you finish the project, you can't just like, let's say you finish the project early. You have to kind of read it on a week to week basis because you will forget what you wrote. You will forget the ideas that you have. You kind of forget even where you gained the inspiration to write certain things. Mm -hmm. So it's all about being prepared. That's part one. Part two, chemistry. Being prepared is one thing, but having chemistry, that's a whole separate zone. TV shows fall down because main characters don't have chemistry. Well, I mean, actors don't have chemistry. You know, movies are terrible if certain actors don't have chemistry. You know, J-Lo and Ben, they're together. Chemistry. What's going to stop them? After 20 right? years. Chemistry. So it's very interesting that the locks are actually, like, friends still. Because the locks did a podcast called Two Black Dudes and Two Jewish Dudes with The Real. That's right. When and they just discuss movies and stuff, and it's it's actually really fun. Um, I wish they could do it. They're good friends with uh, uh that podcast that I, I used to listen to. It's the real. Mm -hmm. And just listening to them, I was like, oh, okay, these guys are like real friends. They've been in the rap game for over thirty years, and they're they're still together talking. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And every other year, literally. Every other year, you hear there's a problem with Dipset. <laughs> Amron, Jim Jones, like they, they ain't clicking or something. Absolutely. Every other year, you hear there is a problem. It must be a Harlem thing. No, it's the chemistry thing. It, it probably falls to the same section. Like if you didn't grow up with that person and they were just kind of like threw them together label wise and you didn't evolve from there, like you're still talking to them, still working on deals. Mm -hmm. then yeah it's gonna fall out when there's like no money in the mix the only time you combine together so you can make money but if you're away and you're not even talking then yeah of course the chemistry is off off balance you know it was bad bastion when cameron kill a cam cam the man cam the fam cam the stand got booed in msg in new york he got booed bastion booed mercilessly for freestyling and it wasn't good. The freestyle was not good. It, and it's interesting how tough the New York crowd is still is. Absolutely. Because a real, a real crowd, a real crowd will like will boo on site. Yes. If they don't like what's going on. They will love you, worship you, but if they don't like what they're seeing in person, they will boo. A comedian could be on a hot streak. And I think um De Chappelle spoke about this many times. Uh, I think he was in Detroit. And, you know, he had a bad show. The crowd booed him. They booed That's him. It. That's it. That's that happens. Yes. The crowd and you, there's synergy. And if the crowd knows that may, something's not working. This ain't, ain't clicking, it. this ain't it. This ain't it. 
I have to let you know that I'm disappointed. Right? Yeah. Imagine me going saying Chance the Rapper. Uh, and this is like the coloring book, and he gave a bad show. I would boo. But he gave mm-hmm. like pretty much one of the best shows I've ever seen. But if he gave me a chance rapper today, the big day. and he come and he gave him the big day, and he's spinning those verses and nothing from his like first like from the first three projects. I'm not single no more. I'm not single no more. I'm, I'm not like no boo, more. boo. The synergy's not there. Yeah. Those verses aren't meant to be rapped. They're meant to be uh, a sing along. No, it's not even a sing along. They're not even meant to be anything. They're, they're all throwaway tracks. The the whole album. Yeah. So it's like it's like the synergy between you and the crowd. And I think that's just funny. Right. I think Jadakiss and, and the locks should have should get all the flowers in the world and they deserve it because Jada knows how to control the environment. He knows how to pick the songs. He knows how to dictate these versus battles very well to work within his favor. And I and I love it for that. And plus, I think what also screwed over Dipset, Bastion, I don't know if you remember this, was when Jewel said, hey, y'all don't have any tracks for the ladies. And then what they did was they played like five track after track after track of songs that's just dedicated to the ladies. Family Affair, Mary J. Blige, um, Jenny from the Block, you know, stuff like that, just back to back to back to back. And Jada Kiss was just looking at him like, "Is you stupid or are you dumb?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Damn, bro! Like this, this is not it, man. This, this is what this wasn't what I wanted it to be, Bastion. Okay, I wanted it to be. I wanted to come on here and say, you know who won? The fans won. New York won. But I can't do that, okay? Because it would be dishonest, dishonest and." And, and I don't want to be dishonest to the Black Seinfeld listeners, okay? What we saw was a damn slaughter, okay? It was it was game six, Lakers versus the Heat. It wasn't even close, okay? That's what it was. Mm, not too crazy about that reference, but I understand what you mean. Exactly. It was a slaughter. And then when it was all said and done, Jada was in the back. He had his coat on, hugging the championship like he was Kobe. Yeah. I thought you were going to say some more. <laughs> no, that was it. No, that was it. It was a great battle. It was great for the locks. I That was one of the, that was the first verses I've seen since Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. And... Yeah, I think it might be the last because I, I still really don't care much about the verses. But I enjoy the, the evolution of the versus battle. And, and I think that's what it should be now. You know, it should be this sort of environment where we have so, people congregating. Yeah, so I definitely understand. Like, yeah, the, um, the locks, they brought their best game. They're like 2007 Spurs. And, uh, yeah, you know. Ugh, I don't know. It's just kind of embarrassing. That that's just I don't know. Well, shout out to the Mets. Shout know, out to the diplomats. Like, acting like the Cavs in 2007, just getting swept. So, word, bro. Hopefully next time, you know they they come prepared. Okay, if Coiler Ray taught us anything, is be prepared. No, just have synergy. You have zero synergy. To be honest, 
I think even if they weren't prepared and they had like either chemistry or crowd synergy, they'll be just fine. No. But I, I don't even know. I don't even understand like what did they expect? Did they text each other the songs that were going to happen? Bastion, I was so upset. Like Jada Kiss played the played his Who Shot Ya um mixtape track. Bro, that came out like 2010. Okay. I forgot he even did it, but he but he played it and it went nuts. You know what diplomats could have done? They could have played the freaking Rhapsody the Basement freestyle with um Scarface Mob Block beat. But did they do that? No. They didn't do that at all because you know why? They didn't even think about it. And I thought they didn't have about that it. in the repertoire. They didn't have that in the repertoire. And that's what I was waiting for the whole night, Bastion. That's what I personally wanted. Did we get it? No. Did we get Joel Santana um doing his verse on Run It? No, we did not get that. Because he's dumb for do not doing it. See, that's how you beat him. You beat him by doing the big hits that you were on. That's how you beat him. If Fab didn't teach you anything, Fab should have taught some, you something. They, they, they played some Kanye produced tracks, right? They, at the end, Bastion, but it was too late. The damage was already Their done. The damage was already done after the first two tracks. It was already done. It was already done. And then and then Jadakiss just kept egging on the dipset, all just joking on dipset, kicking Cam off the, the freaking uh, his little beach chair, saying he lives in Miami. This is New York. I'll really be outside and go on to play a damn Ja Rule track. Seriously? You don't let this man play a Ja Rule track? <laughs> Let's talk about albums, man. They making me upset. Wore pink for no reason. Isaiah Rashad, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I keep forgetting that Chatt that um Isaiah Rashad is from the South, because whenever I think of uh just TDE, Top Dog Entertainment, I just think of West Coast automatically. But I keep forgetting that you know they actually have, you know, other artists from different regions of America, like Scissors from Jersey. Isaiah Rashad is from Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee. And earlier on, we did play a Isaiah Rashad track that was R.I.P. Young. And after about, what, five years, Bastion, was it? Since his last project? Yeah. Isaiah Rashad came out with a new album that TDE has been, that was, TDE was teasing a couple of months ago and everyone wanted it to be Kendrick Lamar. Unfortunately, it wasn't Kendrick Lamar. It was, well, not even unfortunately. Isaiah Rashad is dope, okay? I'm not going to, I ain't going to do that to Isaiah Rashad, man. But I'll just say people were disappointed that Kendrick isn't coming out yet. I think that's fair to say. But yes. First mixtape EP, Sylvia Demo came out in 2014. Then Sun's Tyra 2016, now leading to this project, The House Burning. The as House Gio Burning. said, five years later. Yes. It's crazy. Yes, and Bastion, I'd like to know what your thoughts are on the sophomore release of so Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning. So personally speaking, um, I, 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 I like Isaiah Rashad. I like his styles. Not too much of a big, because I just didn't listen to his um, Sun, Sun's Tyrod a lot when it originally came out back in 2016. It was more of a... 2019 let me listen to it uh, let me listen to it again type uh album mm -hmm. then i kind of grow, grow some appreciation to it later on 
but I, I do, I am a big fan of Isaiah Rashad's The Civil Demo. I used to listen to that like all the time back in 2014. I had a lot more time back then too. This is like what two years out of high school, right? So, yeah, I had a lot more time listening to music and just loved his style, his flow, and also how he uses his voice. Now, getting into this album, The House is Burning, same thing. I love how he uses his voice. There's a thing about producers and rappers. And if you're a producer rapper, most of the time, like if you like rapping, you're going to do something to your voice in the editing section of like Ableton. You might layer it up. You might go old school Tyler Creator, you know, try to make it all demonic. Or you, you try to give it a double flow to it. And that's what Isaiah Rashad knows how to do. He knows how to give a double flow where you hear him talking in the background one style, but the main what you're really hearing in the front is his rapping voice. So that's something never to neglect. And that's kind of one of my favorite features, uh, favorite styles of Isaiah Rashad is that he knows how to change it up. Every other track does not sound the same. Maybe his hooks have the same energy, I would like to say. Mm-hmm. But every song sounds different. Every flow is like just not not uh, every flow is different as well. And his ideas for the tracks were very pleasant too. Mm. kind of talking about himself, talking about you know, women in life, talking about the hustle in the game and just talking about uh, this, uh, this, like I said, his kids like the next to kin. And so overall, I, I am a big fan of the project, and I've been listening to it many, many times. Before I even deep dive into it a little bit more, Gio, uh, what's your take on this album? I feel this, the exact same way as you do. Um, I started learning about Isaiah Rashad when TDE did their BET Cypher freestyle over the uh, Mob Deep instrumental. That's how I became informed about Isaiah Rashad and the fact that, you know, he's from Tennessee, Chattanooga. And um, because me personally, whenever I thought of TDE, I just always thought West Coast. And so now that I, I got introduced to Isaiah Rashad, I started listening to him a little bit and I like his rap and I like his flow. I like his energy. I like, I like his sound. I like how he puts albums together. Uh, I like how he, I like how he shows off his Southern influences. For example, as I was playing R.I.P. Young, you definitely hear that Southern drawl, that Southern um, style of hip hop um, in his music. You hear the samples, you you hear that that influence within his music because you know he he seems proud to be from to be where he's from, which I love that. Um, I also love the fact that he he switches up he switches up his tracks. Love that he 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 does a little harm. I like how he harmonizes. I like his flows. I like the sound. Um, I just like how this album makes me feel. I always say the best rappers are the rappers that tell you what's going on with them currently, and Isaiah Rashad definitely does this, as Bashan was saying. Um, Bashan, you can continue on your deep dive. Yeah, one of the most important thing I wanted to discuss is the auto engineering in this album, just the way it sounds. Because in certain tracks, when he's doing this like multi uh, voice, it could easily come out really, really boring. 
really bad. Um, it, it's really easy to kind of mess that up if you don't have the exact idea. So one of the songs is called Hey Mister, right? Once he gets in this first voice, you do get this kind of best way to describe it, more of an eerie yet noisy background while he's rapping his first verse. And you also hear another sound in the background behind that. So you have to imagine it like a box, like a room. Imagine there's a box in the middle and there's another box in the front and there's another box behind the box in the middle. That's kind of how the voice is layered out. Yeah. But the but the box in the middle is a little bit bigger. That's kind of how sound theory works. Mm-hmm. Because you need to like make sure it kind of passes through. So the sound in the back isn't as loud as the sound in the middle. But in the sound of front, it's Isaiah Rashad rapping. Right. So you have to do that correctly. Because if you do it badly, you kind of move it too much to the left, too much to the right, a little bit too forward. It could just sound like a messy track. And it'll kind of come off as like, you know, Kanye West's uh, Donda. You know, some tracks are just like super off where you're like, yeah, once they fix this, it'll make a lot more sense. The rough cut. <laughs> rough cut. Yeah. No. And you you don't want that to be a rough cut. Like, I think Sylvia Demo is an idea of rough cuts. Mm. But it sounded cool because of his voice. And now right. this one, like you're in an authentic studio. So it, you got to make sure it sounds nice. You know, people have been waiting five years for this. Right. I think what I love best about this album is the fact that it takes me on a journey to just life as Isaiah Rashad in the South, um, what he does, what he goes through on a day-to-day basis. I remember. Well, well just, to, just to jump on that, the first, ver- the first line he says in Dark Side is, what am I supposed to do, go outside and get rich? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. that's how you start the album. Exactly. That's the line to start the album. What I'm supposed to do? Go outside. I'm supposed to do outside. No, my fault. Let me rephrase it again. What am I supposed to do outside but get rich? Exactly. Um, what what was I gonna say? There was this one track where he was like, "Hey, um, yo, come to the studio. I got some new. I got this new track. I think you'd be great on." And then it goes straight into that track that he did, that he was talking about on the previous track. I thought that was a a smooth little blend. But yeah, to to me, it just feels like like a day with Isaiah Rashad. We in we in the South. We we in the we in the car bumping. We in the car with women. We in the we're we're in the studio making music. We're getting this money. We slanging. We doing X Y and Z with Isaiah Rashad. It's like a nice day in the life with Isaiah Rashad. It's like um. Yeah, it's like you're opening up. Uh, you remember that MTV show Diary? Remember that with celebrities? I don't know if you remember this. Yes and no. I probably have the idea in my head, but I don't recall. It's was like, it a cartoon? Nah, it was just like MTV A Day in the Life, and it was just featuring artists. So like A Day in the Life of Jay Z, or Day in the Life of Eminem, or Day in the Life of Corn. And they would basically, it would basically be like this little mini documentary of like what they do in the day. Okay, I think I do remember. I probably didn't connect Diary to it. Maybe there's another show similar yeah. to it as yeah. well. It's either like called A Day in the Life or like The Diary of X, Y, and Z or A Day in the Life. I'm pretty sure it's like A Day in the Life. Gotcha. Um. So, yeah, yeah. Just to kind of continue what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's A Day in Life. You, we, We're getting what he's been doing, what he's been up to these past couple of years. Right. 
pretty much like what what rapper used to do that a lot. I think t- Tyler is probably one of the most recent one. But you know, True. like someone like Ab Soul, who we haven't gotten a project with, another TDE uh, member. Right. He he will talk about some like real stuff too. Uh, J Rock as well, which Absolutely. we did get a very interesting, uh, very good J Rock verse in yes. this album as well. J Rock is dope, and he's highly he's highly underrated, and it's a shame because J Rock was the first one to get on first. I don't know if you remember this back in like 2007, 2007. 2008. J Rock was on first, and then 2006, it, and the album was pulled back. Right, mm-hmm. nine or something. Yep, yep. So, See, yeah. you remember? Yep. No, of course, I'm, I'm aware of the TDE uh, <laughs> uh, path. Exactly. Um, J Rock was the dude first, and we've been getting some interest. This, first of all, just talk about the features. The features fit like a glove. Yes. Everybody's meant supposed to, is meant to be on their track. So you get Lil Uzi Vert mm-hmm. in from the Garden, Duke Deuce in Late with you. Actually, one of my favorite tracks because the Three Six Mafia reference. Mm-hmm. It's M. It's M. It's M. And it's it's just such a hard track. Get like it. literally, probably the hardest track on this album. More Southern influence. Love and it. And he he knows how to use it. You know, getting the J Rock and J Worthy for the song uh, "True Story," mm-hmm. just just an overall fun song, and also like uh, uh, nine three freestyle as well. So those are like my favorite songs. The one I kind of had to put on repeat. And hey, Mister, like I said before, those are the songs that I had to kind of bring it back. Like, okay, I see what you're doing here. Let me let, let me bring this back right right real quick. We played our. R.I.P. Young in the opening track. That's one of my favorite tracks that I've been repeating over and over again because I love the chorus. Like, that chorus just has me head bobbing. I want to have some scissorp. You know, I want to be in the car. You know, southern stuff. Dylan. But, yeah, that that's pretty much a good overall the album. I'll give this album a 8 out of 10. Um especially for the first week's listen. It could probably get higher or lower within time, you know. Uh, But we'll probably talk about it more by the end of the year. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of albums that I keep listening on repeat real quick, uh, Vince Staples' self-titled, I keep playing it a lot. A lot, a lot. I guess it's because it's also 22 minutes long, so it's literally like a quick train ride. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to say, I think... I can't, never mind, for, forget it. But yeah, Vince Staples is one of my favorite rappers. Uh, definitely one of my favorite albums of this year. Word. All right, now let's talk about it. Pop's new princess. She's back, or like anti-pop. Would it be anti-pop? No, it's still pop. Still no pop? such thing as anti-pop. Okay, fair enough. Billie Eilish with her soft... Anti-pop is what you say if you want to destroy like a, a artist's career. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Billie Eilish. Well, Billie Eilish is back with her sophomore album. This is a new Billie, Happier Than Ever, which I think um, it's already like, the title speaks for itself. This is a happier Billie Eilish. This is a bit more of a uh, a mature, this is definitely more of a mature Billie Eilish. I mean, switched up her style. Uh, she She goes a bit more personal than what she normally did in in her last album to me at least you know she talked a lot about her depression and all that stuff but in this one you know she talked about like fame and being famous and like how her life changed and 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 how people perceive her and 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 
love and and more love and 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 she's like experimenting new sounds like Billy Bossa Nova, which I, I didn't really care for, to be honest. That that's one of my least favorite tracks of the album. Um First thing for a shout out to her older brother, Phineas cool producer, Phineas. Pretty much produced the entire thing. Yeah. Also produced the last album as well. That's that's her, her right hand man, which yeah. I like that. And he's a he's a he's a really good producer in my opinion. I thought all the tracks flowed nicely with her sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I feel like maybe she could have used a different style. I like her, you know, soft tone singing voice, especially when it's like maybe like two instruments in the background. It could be like a synth and a guitar. And it's like, yeah, right, this this works nicely. This works perfectly. You know, Fiona Apple was like doing this, you know, just nicely. It's, it's smooth. But when it gets a little too electric-y and she's still singing that way, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I'm kind of uh, bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, hey, you know, I, I don't hate it. You know, she's still young. She's still learning her sound. She's still growing as an artist. You know, no, she's I mean? an artist. She's literally like a pop stuff pop star right now. Right, but you know, you can't she's... have that conversation now. We're saying she's going to grow. That's when you do your mixtapes, or you're not pop off and off just yet. Fashion like, no, season. we could we could talk to her. We could talk about her as she's like the one, of the best uh, artist at the moment. Right. Hey, I still prefer her last album. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. me personally. Like I think the last one is just like. It's a lot more fire to me, but you know she's she's still a kid. She's like eighteen still, or she's is she twenty? Like twenty, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. She's my sister's age. Yeah, she's still a kid. I don't care. In my opinion, it's a uh, it's a good album to separate her past album in order to produce more whatever she wants into the future. Yeah, that's what I Which, like. I like the fact that, yeah. you know, it's not like the last album. This is a whole new Billy. It's a whole new sound. This is a what's going on in my life now as a 20-year-old. Um, I wish it was shorter. Sensation. Uh, yeah, it's it's like 16 tracks. I'm not going to lie. And I don't know about you. Yeah, because you don't have Spotify. She had like this partnership with Spotify. She had this deal with Spotify where there's like three different versions of the album that you can listen to. So there's like... uh like a way that she wants you to listen to the album, which is called like the fan mode album where it starts where, um, where Billy like created the experience for us, the fans where, you know, she switched up the orders of the track. There is the, the lyric mode album where she talks, where she breaks down the lyrics and all this stuff. Um, and then there's like the enhanced, like definitive sort of like, um, what, what title does with like their their most Master. expensive yeah so so you have that for for the Billie Eilish album as well and uh, I think more artists are going to be doing that with Spotify soon so I better... think that's garbage. Well, you have title bashing, so no, no, you let two two of them alone. are good. The high quality sound and uh, I I disagree with artists explaining their lyrics sometimes. I disagree oh. with that. Okay. Um, you know, Rap Genius said, don't click it, just like watch it, you know. Either, unless it's Lupe Fiasco, like you gotta you gotta go over it, you know. You gotta understand, like, well, what is he talking about? Well, what's the mad guy? Oh, okay, I, I get it. Okay. But 
I, I disagree with artists explaining themselves in lyrics. They could talk about like the energy, like, oh, I was in the down place when I wrote this song. It was about my cat, by call Chronic Cat or something like that. Um so like and also th- th- what you said about mixing the track as differently. It's like, you know, Kendrick Lamar when he did that for Dam. Yes. And then he dropped the other one. What was the other project called? It was still damn, right? It was still damn. He just did it in reverse because in reverse. at the end of the track, like um, the at the end of that album, at the end of that that last track, um, everything started to like reverse back into the first track again, and so yeah. people were like, "Oh, like you can listen to this in reverse, and it'll be cool." It's not good in reverse. I never listened to it in reverse, to be honest. I recently I heard the that. project and put it in reverse and like, wow, this isn't good at all. <laughs> oh, really? I don't like this at all. Like it's it's the way it is now is perfect. It's still it's actually a much better album than when I first originally heard it. But to go on about an artist that's releasing a project and saying, oh, no, if it's not last second changes, then I get it. It's like, oh, this was the original one. Then we kind of change it up because we think this one is better. I get it. Right. Or be like me. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like your album. I'm just remove like eight songs and just keep this nine and that's it. You know, or yeah. or like, hey, I'm just I gonna, do. or I'm going to keep these eight songs and get rid of the other. The other like 17 tracks. <laughs> Drink. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like that. So that's the way I'm looking at when an artist says, hey, I want to change the track listing for a fan feature because Spotify is paying me. A million dollars to do it just on her platform on that this platform right you're going to entice other artists to do the same thing it's like yo you know how long it took me to make this album you're telling me to change up the track no yeah I, I can see that i mean maybe i'll put like extra bonus tracks if you want like three bonus tracks right so. like a deluxe version or whatever like ooh. Deluxe are just gross. I agree with you 100 all deluxe albums are garbage i don't know maybe if Except you get for the like, pinata that was yeah. fire. Deluxe? Yeah. Pinata? Yeah. What was Deluxe? The the instrumental? The instrumentals, like, he gave us, like, 80-something tracks. Of, like, remixes and, and oh. acapella version. And he gave us every goddamn thing we could think of. Okay. That's different. Yeah. I, I won't count that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. But you know, Tyler gives gives us like extra stuff. Then you just do it in singles. But like, you have an art form. You have an idea. This is your piece. Happier than ever after. You know, going over your relationships. Like you know, uh, pretty much dissing her ex boyfriends. Like you're pretty much just a nobody this entire time. Now it's just young and fell in love with you and this stupid. Uh, but other than that, I I do do hear the growth. And she's she, like you said, she's twenty. You know, right, she's still like, growing. What I would expect is maybe a couple years from now to get like a real, uh, maybe real is not the proper term, maybe a much more mature adult album rather than like a mature young adult album. A mature 20-year-old album. Yeah, this is what it was because she has her, she has experiences to talk about. Of course. And she wants to uh, sing about it. But at the same time, it's like it's okay to like take a while to drop a project. That's true. Like, you Billy Eilish, you Lord. can do that. Yeah, pull. or Adele. Mm. She hasn't dropped in like five years. 
they have two different things because uh, Adele is in this like R and B pop scene, True. where Billie Eilish is in this pop scene where she needs to continuously produce tracks every single year. Adele does not have to produce tracks every year. Hmm. Two different artists, but okay. like if Billie gave you like one more year, just like this life living, or maybe she had this project and she was done because it is the the pandemic, so you have a little bit more free time that to com- complete stuff. That too. That's so, yeah. that's very true. But overall, I, I think it's an okay album. I might continue listening to it a little bit more. Maybe it'll grow on me, I'm but I, I just think it's okay. I'm done. I'm okay with it. Um, yeah, it, it's what it's not for me. I'll just say that. it's not for me. I'm gonna go back and listen to the depressed stuff. There are other albums I would like to talk about. Maybe we could hold it to next sure. week. But like what logic? You know, like Eastgy. Um, Dave Dave East and Harry Frog came out with a mixtape. Dave East. Um, yes. Seriously. Um, Skepta, All In, and Dave were all alone in this together. You know, if you l- want to listen to some British rap, you know, grime rap, listen to the new Skepta and listen to the new Dave. But um, maybe next week we'll discuss it, I'm... depending if we get certain projects on Friday. And allegedly, we might be getting four. Okay. So. Kanye so. West, allegedly. So. Um, Drake, allegedly. Uh, Nas, allegedly. No, and, that one's coming. I think oh, the Nas is confirmed. Yeah, no? I think it is. And because Nas is dropping, Jay Z, hopefully, we'll see. A we single will see. or something. A single, uh, a EP. Well, Jay doesn't even do EPs, but something from the Carters will drop. I don't know if we're gonna count Donda at all. Well, on what, that. What, I think so. Are I we counting so. Donda? <laughs> that would be hilarious if he drops it. And maybe get like a second Jay Z verse, then that'll be uh, that would be hilarious. Then you no. know what? Then I'm gonna chalk that up to the Carters. Then you know, fine, fine. Oh man, is there anything else you wanna you wanna say before we head out? I'm gonna play 24 Hours to Live to 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 take us home. Yeah, and this is Black Seinfeld show about absolutely nothing. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, email us at blacksignfulny at gmail.com. We're on all social medias on Instagram and Twitter at blacksignfulny and also on TikTok. You know, we also have our own personal website, blacksignful.com. And also, if you want to continue listening to our podcast, please subscribe, like, and comment on pretty much any platform from Apple to Spotify to uh, Twitter, pretty much anything where you can listen to a podcast. Just type in Black Space Seinfeld. And uh, just tune in to next week. We got more to go. That's right. 24 Hours to Live. Mace featuring the locks. R.I.P. Black Rob. R.I.P. DMX. See y'all next week. Hopefully these Kanye album drops and we get to talk about it. Um, And yeah. Peace. I want you to ask yourself one question. If you have 24 Hours to Live. of a sexual smack proceeded right off the pedestal i even looked for my dad that i never knew they show him how i look and my beretta too i do good like take kids from the ghetto show them what they can have if they never settle take every white kid from high class level show them what christmas like growing up in the ghetto teach 
how to spin, stash the rest. Give down to the n****s under massive stress. Give every bum on the street cash to invest and hope Harlem well blow up yeah. my last request. Yeah, if I had 24 hours to kick What? the bucket, I'd probably eat some fried chicken and drink a Nantucket. Then go get a job from grandson and make sure I leave my mother the money to take care of grandson. Load the three power, hop in the Eddie Bauer and go give all six to that poppy that sold me flour. Get a fresh baldy, make a few calls, shop at the mall, shoot a little ball, have all of my in one telly at the same time spread it out on different floors and i'm gonna play lotto for what even though i ain't gonna be here tomorrow so you what? know when i was close so to what? the ledge i'd probably be in so the west so with what? this bad so spanish what? mommy playing between my legs then i'm off to get choked and smoke one of them dreads and get that to me and gave us up to the fence thought a mama wrote her a note we ain't close i hate a boyfriend so i put one in his throat around and sniff an ounce of raw bust the four pull out my dick and take a on the floor, jump in the whip, get them cats I wanted to get, since the tavern on the green robbery in 86, went home, took a shower, and nice cold water, and spent my last hours with my son and my daughter, you had 24 hours to live, just think, where would you go, what would you do, who would you, and who would you want to notify, or would you have denied that you was about to die, you had 24 hours to live, just think, where would you go, what would you do, who would you, and who would you want to notify, or would you Hey, yo, if I had 24, gotta get the roll. Run all in, poppy spot, put one in his head at the door. For the times that I paid for 20, and he gave me 12. The other eight had to be baking soda by itself. So, poppy, you dead now, I'm off to the bank. With those bricks in the book bag and the stolen jag I just grabbed. One in there, grab the bank teller with the pretty face. Gain a safe to have her take me to my place. We'll make a kid, but that's selfish, and that'd be bad. For my son to have the same this pops just had. And when I'm down to 23, I'ma be strapped with TNT. Run up in City Hall and take the judges with me. 24 hours to live, I'd probably die on the fifth. Running the station, squeezing the end. I'll be waiting to get the hell and bust down Satan. Styles on the shit, and I got spots vacant. Back to the 24, I'll make it out the precinct shoot that I hate. And they face while they're eating. I'm on a job, robbing every so-called dawn. Give the money to my mom and tell her that I'm gone. I was school my little brother that mean I'm harmed. You should learn to tell the future. Without reading palms, when they coming with the bullets, you prepare with the bomb. So being violent, get stocks and bonds. 24 left until my uh. death. So I'm gonna waste a lot of lives, but I'll cherish every breath. I know exactly where I'm going, but I'ma send you there first. And with this that I'll be doing, I'ma send you there worse. I've been living with a curse, and now it's all about to end. But before I go, say hello to my little friend. But I got to make it right, reconcile with my mother. Try to explain to my son, to my girl, I love her. C4 under the coat, snatch up my dog. Turn like three villains on walls. Thanks to you. Thank you. 